good afternoon. How is everybody doing? Happy Sunday from Prime Sports World. I'm your coach, your host, David Onpoint. Hoppin' right there is our CEO, Mr. Israel Rivera. Welcome into the show, my friend. And on today's episode, we're going to be breaking down the Western Conference playoffs round number one. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show. Please like, share, and subscribe. Izzy, what's up, man? Happy Sunday, man. What's the weather like there in uh, the old Chi-Town? Old Chi-Town, it, it is gloomy and it is raining. Um, a total 180 from yesterday where it was totally beautiful. Yes, yeah, same, same, so. same here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, where it's picked, we're expected to get snow here tomorrow. So I'm not looking forward to that, even in the slightest. Um, we but, should be getting snow tomorrow, too, uh, here uh, in Chicago. But what a great day to just stay in and watch some playoff basketball. Ladies yeah, ladies. Western Conference, uh, three of the for three of the games get kicked off today. Um, we got the first round. Uh, we had one game last night. Uh, let's talk about that series first. Uh, Sacramento Golden State, the 3 6 matchup in the Western Conference. Uh, if you watched the game last night, it was a doozy of a basketball game. Uh, Sacramento comes out on top, 120. 26 to 123. Uh, the Warriors did win three of the four regular season ser- games uh, in this series. Uh, there's the stats for their two best players. Um, I guess the bonus is the Kings' best player. I think it's debatable between him and De'Aaron Fox, who was awesome last night. Uh, he put up 38 points last night in a Sacramento victory. Uh, their first playoff win, I think, in like 16 years or something like that. Um, yeah. Now, what was that? Uh, Thirty-eight points, most in a playoff debut, next to Luca, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you can fact check me on that. Yeah. Uh, Malik Monk so. also poured in 32 points last night. Let's just talk about last night's game. Uh, what did you like about Sacramento uh, on a game that they were trailing for majority of it and were able to claw their way back and light the beam uh, as Sacramento does? Uh, if they, you don't know that, they, if you don't know, they uh, they have a beam outside of their stadium that like shoots up into the air. It's purple. Uh, whenever they win games, they used to they light this beam. They like the beam, and they actually they actually had to get that approved by the AVA or whatever the aviation. I don't know what government society it is, but they have to get it approved basically because it shoots that high in the air that it could bother airplanes. Yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, this game, uh, they they you know yeah, the Golden State was winning most majority of this game. Uh, I know Andrew Wiggins came back, came off the bench, played well, um, and he he played really well. Uh, for the Warriors, so uh, you know, I think having him back could be a little bit of a boost here. Um, 17 points off the bench for uh Andrew Wiggins last night, yeah. Hadn't played in three months, yeah. I think he'll, I think he'll, I think he'll start probably when they get back to Golden State, he'll probably start, they'll probably insert him in the starting lineup. They, they may insert him in the starting lineup the next game, I don't know, I, but I agree. um, but but what I want to say is, uh, you know, De'Aaron Fox, I mean. The clutch baskets. He's the number one clutch scorer in the NBA. Um, 38 points. Malik Monk, having a guy like Malik Monk, 32 points off the bench. He's a microwave of a scorer. Um, I mean, that 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 matchup between Curry and Fox was dynamite last night. I mean, they were both going tit for tat at it. I don't know what the hell that shot was that Curry shot last night. The one thing I, you know, I, I have a problem with Curry. I've always said this, and when TJ comes on, he'll probably uh, attest to this too, and you probably could too. It's like Curry is clutch when the Warriors are up, right? And they have a, a lead, like a three or a four or a five point lead. But when the Warriors need a big clutch basket, he doesn't get it for them. Like, like, like if they're down 
and they're down three or something like that. Like he got like Curry doesn't get it for you. He doesn't, he doesn't get it done for you in the clutch situation. I think De'Aaron Fox, you know, has proven that he's, he's clutch. I mean, I can't, I can't say, you know, four championship rings. Oh my God. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can't, I can't go against that. I can't go against that. Right. But I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is, is that is, is like when, when they're down, when he's down, it's like, I don't know. Curry just doesn't make that clutch basket that you need uh, for the Golden State Warriors. Cause I don't know what the hell that floater was. <laughs> well, I mean, they needed three points, and so, you know, they didn't. They for sure did not get the three points. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I secretly thought this game was going to go to overtime. Uh, yes, yeah, Steph Curry was pretty good last night, though. Thirty points. Uh, Clay Thompson also good. Twenty-one points for them uh, for Clay Thompson. Yeah, but this is uh, Draymond Green was really good defensively against Demondis Sabonis, mm-hmm. um, limiting him to twelve points, five of seventeen from the field. Um, just didn't play well. Uh, I mean, he did have 16 boards, so he still got the double-double, but uh, not, not typical the bonus of bonus game. Um, what do you think of the X factors here for Golden State and the Kings? Um, Well, definitely, I, we just mentioned him for the Kings. I mean, Malik Monk. I mean, if he can, you know, keep that scoring output, I mean, 32 points, I mean, that's a luxury off the bench. Um, and then for Golden State, I think, yeah, I think the X factor is the guy that, that that just came back off of three months of basketball, right? Andrew Wiggins. I mean, he scored 17. If you could get the Andrew Wiggins that played like he did last season, in the finals, I like Golden State's, huh? It, like in the finals, like you could have, yeah, in finals. the finals, yeah. I, I mean, he he could have been, you could have made an argument, Andrew Wiggins could have been the finals MVP last year, but that's neither here or there. But uh, I, welcome but, into the but, show, real quick, uh, not to cut you off, but welcome to the show, Mr. No, Matt no, James, no. uh, resident Phoenix Suns fan. Welcome to the yep. show, Mr. James. Matt How's it James, going, buddy? that makes me <laughs> sick. Yeah, I just want to throw up right now. I'm just uh, <laughs> I had to get no, the no, background think... rolling for y'all. How are you guys doing? It's been a while, doing great, yeah. doing great. Doing great. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, just continue with my X Factor. I, I think definitely Andrew Wiggins. I mean, and then, you know, obviously Jordan Poole coming off the bench. If he can match that that scoring output that Malik Monk matches every every night uh, in this series. But I think, you know, Golden State, they've had their troubles on the road all season. Probably one of the worst road teams in the league. I think if they could steal one in game two, I think they'll be in really good shape going back into San Francisco, into the Bay. I mean, yeah, they almost stole game one. Uh, this is a game I think they could have, could for sure have tried to win, uh, tried to get as uh, on the road. Uh, yeah, they're they're woeful on the on the road. Eleven and thirty. Uh, they are the third in the Western Conference, at least the third worst road team in the, in the Western Conference. Uh, the only teams that are worse than them versus the Spurs and the Rockets, who are going to be in the lottery. So, I mean, that's – And the only other team worse than them. So, their fourth worst road record in the NBA. Um, all the teams that are worse than them have, like, 20 wins uh, and not playing in the playoffs uh, this season. Um, but, yeah, I think the X Factor, actually, the guy we just talked about, Andrew Wiggins, like, as he can, like, get re- redeveloped into this lineup, um, you know, see what he looks like. He looked awesome last night. So, I think he's probably their most important player. Um, he does mm-hmm. a lot defensively and offensively uh, take, takes that pressure off of Steph Curry a little bit. Uh, he doesn't need to facilitate. He can create his own shot. Um, but Sacramento or Sacramento is the best. I think they're like statistically the best offense ever. Um, so, 
I mean, it's going to be, they're going to be tough to stop. Like Blake Monk and like, he's just a microwave. Like he just gets onto the court and just cooks immediately. And they got shooters. I mean, you got Kevin Herter as well, shooting yeah. that basketball. Um, I mean, you know, the add De'Aaron Fox and the minus a bonus pick and roll. Um, they got some athletic bigs like Trey. I mean, Lyles, Trey, Trey Lyles like came him. in like well, I thought. I I no, I thought he was out of the league, and he just like hit sixteen points last night. Like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> and he's a guy that could just run the floor. Um, you got Metu as well. Uh, that could run the floor as well for them. So, Matt, thoughts on Warriors Kings before we make our predictions? Um, honestly, um. Yeah, I'm a little surprised, especially with Sacramento being first time in the playoffs and so long and everything, Golden State being Golden State. But, yeah, going back to their road uh, woes throughout the season, it's definitely shown last night. Um, Sacramento is definitely – I mean, they're, what, top three in scoring this year? They're so the number the one scoring team in the NBA. Uh, they um, are the most efficient offense in the history State of the league. definitely needs to get their defense, you know – um, settled in this one to slow down Sacramento's offense, unless they're just going to have a field day at home. You know, every home game, especially with this home court advantage for them, is huge. But um, the players coming off the bench for both teams, they had some nice games uh, from their uh, bench players. So we'll see uh, how that continues. So see if Sabonis can start shooting the ball better. Also, I was kind of surprised when I saw his stats outside of the 16 boards. He only had the 12 points. So I was kind of expecting more from him on the offensive end. But yeah. um, this should be an interesting series um, as it, you know, starts with Sacramento taking <laughs> game one. We'll see how that crowd State was electric. Yeah. I mean, they fed, they definitely fed off that crowd last night. I mean, especially mm-hmm. down in the late game situations. As that crowd started getting rough, they, that, that, that they fed sh- off that, that crowd. Sh- that shot that Malik Monk hit at the end of the third quarter was just like, how did he make how did he make that? Like, like it was just it was just I, I, I don't I don't even know. And I you know, I wish you know I was I was watching I had to I had to watch like highlights of this game when I came back from you know um you know, family time, you know, you're watching Super Mario, which is actually a good movie, actually, by the way, guys. guys shameless plug for the movie. That, so. <laughs> shameless plug for the movie. Watch Super Mario. It was awesome, man. But, uh, uh yeah, uh, no, I, th- that shot was unreal. And he's that he's got that type of potential. I know the Lakers are kicking themselves for not kind of 100%. Um, who wins the series? I'm going to go, I'm going to go Warriors. I still think they win this series in six games. I will take the Warriors in six. I'm taking the Warriors in six. I'm taking. I'm gonna go Golden State in seven. I, I I'm switching up. I said I thought I you know I said Kings in six because I'm I, you know I was just like man the Warriors are just so terrible on the road and I think the Kings are still I, I was saying the Kings are still one but I think after watching last night I think the Warriors are still game two they'll win both games in the Bay they'll come back to Sacramento Sacramento will win a game and then they'll close them out in the Bay in game six. Mm. I agree with that. It's game six. Uh, moving on to the next series, I'm sure Mr. Matthew James is very excited about. We got the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers, that 4-5 matchup. Uh, the Suns-Clippers split their season series. Uh, their two best players, uh, Devin Booker and Kawhi Leonard. Paul George is at least inactive for at least the first game of this series. Uh, let's talk about him. Do the Clip- how, how important is it that Clippers get Paul George back before this series is over? 
Honestly, I think it's very important. I mean, he's one of their key players, especially with the Suns having Kevin Durant now. So, I mean, you need as many star players out there as possible, especially to guard, you know, all five players on the floor for Phoenix um, that are going to be out there spreading the ball around and everything. I, I find him to be a tremendous factor. Getting Paul George back is everything. I, honestly, so with is everything. In, it's, every, it's everything. And Kawhi Leonard, I mean, both of them paired up. And uh, Norman Powell and all of them. Honestly, I'm nervous in a seven-game series with all of them healthy and in. Um, yeah, you should be a little bit because they're going to be a tough match for them. Kevin Durant should be a little bit. Kevin Durant is 25 and two in his last 27 games. Yeah, that's that's crazy and insane. Um, but yeah, you should be a little nervous. You should be a little nervous because the Clippers are deeper, much deeper than the Phoenix Suns. They can go eight deep, nine deep. Uh, you know, going well into their bench, giving Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, uh, Russell Westbrook. Some time, uh, you know, to recover. Um, this game, this, this, yes, Paul George, having Paul George is everything because he gives you that sh- a shooter, um, uh, a guy that create can create when Kawhi is either getting double teamed or he's he's getting you know, he's not in the groove, he can kick it out to Paul George and Paul George can create a shot. He's definitely like, uh, you know, there's an A, there's an A side of the tape and then there's a B side of the tape to the Clippers. He's definitely the B side of the tape. Um, when it comes to that offense, um, when I look at the Phoenix Suns, when I look at the Phoenix Suns, like the depth isn't so much th- the depth isn't so much there. I, 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 I don't want to say the depth isn't so much there. I just think that the Clippers have better depth. Oh, 100%. I don't think, I don't, I don't think yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that's close. That's not, it's not even close, you know, but because I you got a guy like Bones other, Island coming off the bench. The other should thing, be a starter the other thing. in this league. The other thing about the Clippers and Paul George is they run a lot of their offense through him. He basically becomes the facilitating point guard um, yes. on sets when Paul George is on the floor. Um, and the depth between these two teams is not close. Like The Clippers are the deepest team in the NBA. Deepest team in the NBA. And I mean, I know the Phoenix, you know, they have um, they have a, a couple shooters coming off the bench. But yeah, they, I mean, they got Terrence like Ross, C.J. Warren, Torrey Craig. Uh, nothing like Payne. the Clippers. Nothing like the Clippers. Oh. Nothing like the Clippers. Those Campaigns guys and, and, and TJ's talked about this before. Oh. TJ's talked about this before. We talked about this before. When those when those starters, Durant, uh, Booker, and I we know Booker and Durant are gonna always have to be on the floor at all times, right? With the with the backup unit. I mean, the Clippers luxury is like they could take Kawhi and Paul George off and they'll still score. Norman Powell's the best bench scorer in the league, okay. It, you, you got a guy like Bones Highland who should be a starter in this league, right? Eric Gordon, who's a great spot-up shooter, a good defender, a great veteran in this league. I mean, the, the Clippers are are deep. They can shoot it. They can create. Um, this is going to be a tough series for the Phoenix Suns. First round. This is a tough yeah. series. And, they, and, they, and it's only one game separating both of these teams. One game. I mean, so how, they're a lot how, even how, than – how concerned are you about the chemistry of Golden State War or of Phoenix? Because you know they've only had Kevin Durant on the. They've only played like three or four games together as a unit. Um, how much do you? How much is that a concern for you? Uh, well, they're undefeated when. Well, they're, they're eight zero with them. They, they so are undefeated, but they haven't played anybody good in those eight games. No. They, 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 they did beat. I mean, they beat Denver. Yeah, the, um, in both games. I mean, honestly, 
Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant. I mean, you just got to get him out there, get him some reps, get him some planning time, and he'll, you know, get his thing going. So, I mean, the Suns have players that can have something like that. I mean, where you can plug and play someone like Kevin Durant to come in and help, you know, lead the team. So I'm honestly not too worried overall about the who's chemistry. Be, I mean, who's, who's going to be guarding Kevin Durant? Who, who, who will be the Kawhi main Leonard. defender guarding Kawhi Kevin Durant? Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, do you think? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Paul George, if he's back. Well, when is I think that I think when Paul George back. comes back, they'll I mean, switch both of them off what, each other. Two games. Uh, well, I think when, he, when Paul George is out, you're going to have Russell Westbrook guarding Devin Booker, probably. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> Who's who? I mean, right. Russell Westbrook is still an elite defender. Uh, let's talk X factors. What's the X factors for both for this matchup? Who's going to be the X factor? Uh, uh, well, X factor for the Phoenix Suns is definitely Kevin Durant. That I mean, that's a clear cut one right there. I mean, Kevin Durant is the most efficient scorer in the NBA, probably in NBA history. Yeah, he had the first um, ever 55-40-90 season. So <laughs> this is insane. Uh, and then on the other side for the for the Clippers, I mean, X, there could be a couple X factors. Uh, I, I I can say Paul George can be an X factor if he when he comes back, they definitely are going to need him. But I, I, you know, I want to say like a guy like Norman Powell coming off the bench, who's their leading, who's who's probably might be the, uh, the leading candidate for the sixth man of the year. Norm, Norman Powell is probably an X factor for averaging for the seventeen points in twenty six minutes for Norman Powell. Um, yeah, best bench scorer probably should win um, sixth man of the year. Six we'll, of see, the year. we'll see if he actually does. Uh, I think the X factor for me personally is the health of Paul George. If they can get Paul George back, he's the ultimate X factor. It's the same thing with Andrew Wiggins, like getting Andrew Wiggins back for Golden State. Paul George is a better version of Andrew Wiggins, and he's he means everything to this team. So if he comes back, if he comes back at any point, like let's say he comes back in Game Three, uh, I think the Clippers have a real shot to win this series. Absolutely, absolutely, I, I agree with you on that one. Go ahead, man. X factor. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Paul George, especially for the Clippers. But the health of the Phoenix Suns, I mean, overall, I mean, they've always throughout the years have always had, you know, some health concerns, especially with the playoffs. I mean, Booker's had his injuries, Kevin Durant, CB3. I mean, they need all three of those guys to stay healthy. And this goes throughout the whole entire playoffs. Because one of them goes down, I mean that could change the whole series itself. So, yep. prediction, Matt. I'll let you go first. Predict the series. Who do you, who do you got winning? I don't. I don't know who's gonna go. No, I hate Game Seven. I'm going Suns. Uh, if I was, if I was you, I'd hit Game Sevens too. <laughs> I know. What last year? I, I, I can't do Game Sevens. Uh, Suns and Six. Matt, you're not gonna I'm like this. Gonna take, I'm, I'm taking Clippers in seven. I, yeah. I think Paul I'm actually George gonna go back. Clippers in seven. <laughs> I think I think Paul George comes back in game three. I, I think they get both those games at home and then they, they split the rest of the series. I think the Clippers win this series in seven games. Kawhi Leonard yeah, is Cl- the X Factor for me. He is probably the clutchest player um in the league in the playoffs. Like he just makes big time moments and big time shots. Kawhi Leonard is that guy. Clip Clippers and Clippers in seven. Clippers in seven. <laughs> Clippers and I'm down in Phoenix. <laughs> uh, I, I, I I actually think there if 
we'll get to it. Uh, moving on to the other side, uh, we got the Denver Nuggets, the one seed Nuggets, going against the Minnesota Timberwolves, who won their playing game in convincing fashion over the Oklahoma City Thunder on Friday night. Uh, these two teams split the season series between the Nuggets and the Wolves. Jokic, Edwards, their two best players. Our Conley Towns didn't play much this season, so his numbers are pretty not that great. Uh, but let's talk about who wins this series. Uh, what's the stuff you're looking for as we preview Denver, Minnesota? Uh, that series, I think, tips off later tonight. 9.30 tonight. Um, Man. <laughs> what was the question again, David? Just some, <laughs> just some stuff you're watching for this series. Uh, some, oh, watching for the uh, series? Oh, so one thing I will say this. Like, having Carl Anthony Towns back at the right time for the playoffs is key. I mean – him and Rudy Gobert are going to give Jokic some issues down there, especially the rim protecting aspect. Um, I think, you know, I know Jokic is an MVP candidate, probably putting up MVP numbers, probably in line to win his third MVP this season, regular season MVP. But I think this is going to be a tough matchup for the Nuggets, man. I mean, the you know, adding Mon Conley at the, at the trade deadline um, as well uh, for the for the Timberwolves is key for them. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, the one thing I will say is the depth of the Nuggets might get the Wolves, might get the Wolves. But, I mean, the Timberwolves have some decent depth, too. I mean, Kyle Anderson, I know Nas Reed didn't play much in the playing rate. I don't know if he's hurt or anything like that. But, um, you know, he's a guy. I know not having Jaden McDaniels is going to be kind of – not having Jaden McDaniels is going to be rough for them because trying to guard a guy like Michael Porter Jr., is 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 going to be tough for like a guy like Kyle Anderson or any other small force. Jay McDaniels is a guy that can guard one through three, and he can do it very effectively. So not having him, you know, him breaking his hand, unfortunately, it was self inflicted. Is going to be hard, but I think this this series goes seven games, in my opinion. Uh, what do you think about the matchups when it comes to the bigs? Um, so we got, you know, Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns going up against Aaron Gordon and Nikola Jokic. Who do you give the edge in that perspective? Go ahead, Matt. I mean, I would give it to uh, Denver, especially with Jokic. You know, he's a triple-double machine, averaging, you know, triple-double. I mean, obviously, I'm going to give it to them, especially with uh, Gobert. Um, I think he's doubtful still. So I'm not no, sure. No. He's going to be out. Is yeah. he in? Yeah. I was just double checking that. It's he's still he's good. Okay. So if he's in, I still give it to Denver um, with Jokic being the key factor out of all four of those players. <laughs> but I wouldn't look past Minnesota at all if I were Denver. I mean, they're definitely not an easy matchup at the eight seed. TJ's um, way this down could here. definitely have a potential of going deep into a six or seven game series if Denver, you know, falls, especially if they lose one at home. I mean, that's going to be really tough for them. But I uh, definitely have, for the bigs, I'll take uh, Denver over Minnesota in that. Uh, welcome into the show, my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. Welcome into the show, TJ. Uh, I'm sorry I had Facebook Messenger closed because my Mason is getting good. blown up. I, I, I literally just... John literally just joined, so it's, it's uh, fine. let's real quick before we, get, before we continue with this conversation. Let's get your two cents on the first two series. Uh, uh, we got hold on, we're just back Sacramento, Golden State, and uh, Phoenix Clippers. Just two, real quick. 
Okay, I didn't. I don't think I talked to y'all about it. I think I'm going Kings and seven. I'm going Kings and seven, and I'm going out on the limb here, and I'm going Clippers and seven because I don't know. I don't think the health of like Chris Paul can be counted on. Like it's 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 like a it's literally a game to game basis with him. And I understand it's the same. It's literally the same thing with Kawhi Leonard, but Kawhi Leonard been balling lately. Like dude, um, dude has been on the list. Back to Nuggets Wolves. Um, yeah. yeah, so the Battle of the Bigs, yeah, I think that's where the interesting debate comes out. I actually give the edge to the Timberwolves a little bit. I Hell yeah. Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, the the the, the interesting dynamic. Carl Anthony Towns, uh, even in that game they lost to the Lakers, was awesome in that game. Uh, at least not at least not in the first three quarters. He wasn't all that good in the fourth. But his his play style, his been able to facilitate his aggression. When Carl Anthony Towns is aggressive and goes after the the basketball, I mean, he's one of the best power forwards in the NBA. Period. And that's that's the yeah. thing is aggression. It's it's he's got to be aggressive. Sometimes that mind state. And, and and it shouldn't be like this, but when teams play smaller guys on him, they're more successful. It shouldn't be like that. He should be licking his chops when teams play smaller guys on him. Give me the ball on the post, and I'm going to expose this matchup. But it seems like he wants to play on the perimeter. I think in this matchup, he'll have probably, I don't know, who, who the hell is Denver's for? Michael Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Michael Gordon. Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. You should you should definitely expose that matchup in the post. That Gordon should not be able to hold it down against Carl Anthony Towns in the post. Like you should have a game like you did against OKC, where it was twenty five and what what was it? What was it? He almost had thirty and fifteen or something like that. So he should be well, exposing those small matchups in the post. Well, that's that's the knock against Carl Anthony Towns. Like we literally saw him back. I understand he had five fouls and whatnot. And, but like, dude, they it was one point in time Dennis Schroeder was on you in the post and you couldn't get position on Dennis Schroeder. Like, bro, like, yeah, I just like, Dennis Schroeder is a, a big time. <laughs> like, five, he's a defender, he's a good defender, but he he's he's like, five thousand, like, five thousand aside, bro. Dennis Schroeder should not be out muscling you. For position on the block, bro. Like that's I mean, Dennis you know, Dennis Schroeder is like 150 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> so like like Dennis Schroeder, like like come on, bro. So with with Rudy Gobert back, yeah, now that also allows Cat to literally just focus on the offensive end and he has to yeah, he gotta play D. But Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon can't hurt you like Joker can hurt can hurt you. So it's like, yeah, he has the lesser assignment. Yeah, he has the quote unquote easier assignment so yeah you, you're gonna guard a Aaron Gordon you're gonna guard a Michael Porter Jr. yeah your job just got easier uh-oh y'all still got me you good yeah 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 uh let's talk I'm still going Denver I'm still going Denver uh let's talk x-factors what do you what's your x-factor for both teams this series it's the both it's both of the guards it's Jamal Murray and, Ant, and uh and Ant-Man they gotta come with it Anthony Edwards cannot have a game like he had against the Lakers because they they had that game won. That game was won. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think. I think and Jamal yeah, Murray. I think you're right. Yeah, I think. I think also. Also, we got to play. I mean, X factors as well as can those can those two bigs like how how well can they limit Jokic and you know how how well that can they make him inefficient in this series. Because that's that's the key, right? Because he's a, he's a guy that plays that 
that that that center that that guard center kind of role, right? Where he's he's averaging a triple double. You know, he's he's evolutionizing he's evolutionizing the center position as we as we're seeing the game today uh, for Nikola Jokic. So I think Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, as they switch onto him, how well can they guard? Nikola Jokic, so that that that's going to be an X factor. But I do agree, Anthony Edwards, he can he has to bring it in this series, enable for them to 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 have a chance. Because and then Jamal Murray's the same way. I mean, he's got to be the legit second scorer on this team. Um, but also one X factor that I have to say for Denver, and I think he'll be key. You know, he'll be key in winning this. Is Michael Porter Jr. as well? Michael Porter Jr. is definitely yes. an X factor. In this uh-huh. series, uh, for me, the X factor for this series is Jamal Murray. Sorry, my cat was being like all sorts of annoying right now. Like she's like sitting on my <laughs> Chase, mouse calm pad. down. She's like sitting on my mouse pad, like next to my computer. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> uh, but anyways, anyways, uh, but yeah, I think Jamal Murray is actually the X factor here. Uh, are they going to get? You know, he hasn't played in a playoff series in two years. Are we going to see the bubble version of Jamal Murray when he, you know, basically Ooh. balled out in the bubble uh, during that playoff series? Um, that's my. That's, that's, that's real my life. The last time Jamal Murray's been in the playoffs, yeah, has it no. really been that yeah. long? Damn, it's been that long. Yeah, because he, he was balling he, out in the bubble. Everybody was balling out. TJ yeah, Warren because he, he got he got injured, he got injured during that series, uh, and that was all she wrote. Uh, she got injured in the next season, uh, and that was basically it. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead, TJ. No, I'm good. I'm good. He good. Okay. Matt James. This is Matt James. So. Oh, my bad. No. I mean. I'm pretty much just going to piggyback off of all y'all. I mean, how well can uh, Minnesota contain, can uh, contain Jokic throughout this series is huge. I mean, the guard play, obviously, with the two young guards, how well can they step up? I mean, it's going to be big for both uh, teams. So, I mean, can Minnesota take one away from Denver in the Rockies? I mean, that's – Definitely a huge question. Can they slow them down enough to take one away from them on the road? So let's talk prediction. So let's go through the panelists. Uh, prediction for this series. Izzy, go first. Uh, I'm not, man. I think this is going to be a tough series for Denver uh, just because of the front court. Front court Getting Carl Anthony Towns back is big. So Rudy Gobert is not down there by himself. Um, adding Mike Conley over the trade deadline was huge. I think you had that veteran presence at the point guard position is big. I got Denver though in seven, six. I'm I'm actually going to take Minnesota in seven. I think that their bigs are a bad matchup for Denver Nuggets. Uh, I just think this Minnesota team is underachieved for a majority of the season because Carl Anthony Towns hasn't been healthy. I think putting since they added him back in the starting lineup, they've been really good. Uh, give me Minnesota in seven, Matt. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm going out of the limb, taking Minnesota in seven, too. Yeah, Minnesota's been a, 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 a decent role team as well. They've mm-hmm. won some big role games this season. So I don't really – I'm not scared if they if they have to go into Denver and win a game. I think they can steal one. So To the final matchup, we got the uh, – the 2-7 matchup. And what is a mini budding rivalry here between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Los Angeles Lakers? Lakers won two of three regular season matchups. Uh, their two best players, obviously on the screen, they're John Morant and LeBron James in year 20 or 21, whatever it is. Uh, but how do, how do you think this season's series is going to shake out? Gentlemen, Lakers, Grizz. Mm. Well, 
Well, <laughs> I think on, game one goes to Memphis. I think game one goes to Memphis today. But I do think the Lakers are split. Uh, you know, the, these first two games, they'll win three, four. I, I got. The, I'm. I'm actually. I'm going to go ahead and get my prediction. I'll go ahead and get the Lakers in six in this series. Um, I think. I know that Jaron Jackson Jr. is leading the league in blocks, but having a guard Anthony Davis in a seven game series, having a guard LeBron James in a seven game series, and then. Although, you know, the Lakers adding shooters like, um, uh, you know, uh, um, what's the godly Malik Beasley, you know, getting um, um, what's his oh, name? Um, Austin Reeves, has been, Austin Austin Reeves has been awesome. I mean, I think I think, you know, that that's that's key for the Lakers. Um, also, you know, Memphis has shooters too, um, containing John Morant. I mean, Dennis Schroeder's a great defender. It's going to have to be a, uh, a committee to defend John Morant, but I think they, they can get it done. I think at some point you'll see probably LeBron James. I mean, he's had, you know, success guarding point guards in clutch situations. No, I am. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because come on. Come on now. Come on. When, look. When he yeah, yeah. He's not that he's not that defender no more, bro. But he's not. For sure not. It will be. I think. I think what would be really important to this series is the others. Like, I think you know what you're going to get out of John Morant. I think you know what you're going to get out of LeBron. I think you know what you're going to get out of Anthony Davis. I think what you get out of everybody else on this roster, on both rosters, really, I think that'll be the difference maker in the series. What are you going to get out of a Desmond Payne? What are you going to get out of a Dylan Brooks? How, how good is Jared Jackson no, Jr. No, going to be? So, I mean, so, on, on the Lakers side, I mean, how what's Jared Vanderbilt going to give you? What's how D'Angelo Russell going to shoot the basketball? Malik Lee, Dennis, those guys. <laughs> He say the others. No, he say he say the others. Um, are we sure we 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 are we sure we know we what we gonna get out of Anthony Davis? Are we sure? I mean, yeah, I mean he's been he, we, ever since he ever since he returned from injury the last thirty games. I mean he's been he's played no, thirty like, games I'm in a row. Break it, I'm, I'm gonna break it down like this. I'm gonna break it down like this. AD is the AD that showed up against against Minnesota in the play in the 30, 33 and fifteen whatever. Anthony Davis. Is the guy that gives us seventeen and nine. So anytime you got to ask that question about I'm which not, AD, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not worried about Anthony Davis. I mean, since he's, re- since he's returned from injury, he's played thirty games in a row, and in those okay. thirty games, he's been and in those it, and really in those impactful. thirty and in those thirty games, he had a couple seventeen and nines, eighteen and tens. I mean, that's like, still, those, those are still good games. I mean, like it's not a double, for him. Uh, not for him. You are no, not not for him. Not for this team, bro. He is like he is on the Lakers. He is supposed to be. He's supposed to be. The I mean, franchise. he had three, ga- he had three games in a row where he put up 38, 38 and forty. Uh, and that's fine. That's fine. And and yeah, he does that. And folks are still asking. All, all, all wins. I mean, he hasn't and, missed the game in over a month. I mean, and, like, he's and, been and, and and folks are still asking. I mean, if AD continue, if folks are still saying, if AD continues to play like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shouldn't be the thing. That should that should never be a thought. Speaking AD of the should, others, AD should never give us less than twenty five a game. Never. Speaking of the others, speaking of the others, I know the Lakers got this matchup. I know the Lakers got this circled on their board. You cannot let Luke Kennard get clean looks at three. He is the best three point shooter percentage wise in and the what, NBA right now. And what do the Lakers? What do the Lakers fail to defend? Good pick the perimeter, and roll. <laughs> pick and roll. 
So it's going to be they finna they finna be picking rolling them to death, and, and it's on the others. That's when it's on the others. That's when the others for Memphis come into play. When job ja breaks down the defense and he kicks it out to a Desmond Bain, a Dylan Brooks, a Luke Kennard, uh, uh, which Jones brother they got? Tyus Jones. Tyus, that dude's about to get paid this offseason. But he's gonna get paid. He should be a starter in this league too. Hundred um, percent. Let's talk. So, uh, how? I mean, so Stephen Adams is, is going to be out for this series. Uh, it's like yes. he missed the entire playoffs. Brian Which Clark is even for more sure reason, out with it. Even more reason for Anthony Davis to take off. Even yeah. more reason. Um, so let's talk X factors. Um, what's the X factor for you, man? Jaren Jackson for me. There you go, Jaron Jackson, Garden. <laughs> Stay out of foul trouble, Garden AD, baby, is staying out of foul trouble. You defending can't, without you, fouling. There you go. You can't be the defensive player of the year and average five fouls a game, bro. Like that, the, the two don't go. The two don't equal up. The math ain't math. How the hell are you gonna win defense player of the year, but you stay on the bench because you in foul trouble? And little tidbit, little tidbit. Uh, y'all know who the y'all know who the head referee is today for the Laker Grizzly game. Y'all know who the ref is. Scott fucking Foster. <laughs> oh my god! Thank God. Scott Foster. Scott Foster taking the basketball gods right now. <laughs> uh, D-Lo don't like Scott Foster either. But uh, not honestly, another X factor. I mean, it's the like for the for the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, they should be able to. They should talent wise. They're you know, in terms of talent, I think they're better. But maturity-wise, I mean, how mature is this when, when they're when they face adversity in this series? How mature, how mature Memphis, are they going I'm, to be? Good question. They're not mature at all. Dylan Brooks is like one of the. He talks a lot of game for guys that want a whole lot. No, they're so, not I, mature I, at all. So when they're facing okay. adversity, you know, yeah, how are they going to respond? Right. And back to the Scott Foster point. So Memphis is like one and three in Scott Foster games, while the Lakers on the opposite end are four and one <laughs> in games Scott Foster officiates. But is you brought up an interesting point, like that that maturity factor. And this is the game. This is the referee crew that is definitely gonna that's definitely gonna test that maturity factor because the minute they like, I, I'm I'm looking for. The first, the first eight minutes of the game. How are they going to call this in the first? Like, how are they going to call this game? The first five to eight minutes of the game is going to dictate how the rest of the game should go. If it's physical early on, then let it be physical for the whole the whole you did. If they call in ticky tack stuff early, trying to set that tone, then hey, the only out the only uh question. Uh, question the only demand i have for that is at least be consistent with it like it can't be a foul on one end and then somebody on the opposite team does does the exact same thing and gets nothing like lebron can't drive to the cup and one little bump and he get a little bump and he's shooting and then john morant do the same thing and he's not shooting like that's that's we can't have that go ahead matt yeah i mean i agree with you guys um Big factor is and always has been with the Lakers is uh, Anthony Davis's health, so he needs to stay healthy and stay in beast mode. So if he does, um, stay, stay in I beast mean, mode. Prior to our predictions, I do 
you know, I think the Lakers will give Memphis fits throughout this series because I don't think Jaron Jackson, I mean, he can contain him for a while, but I don't think he's going to be able to shut Anthony Davis down right now. He's been playing that AD pretty much on another level I, right now. I, yeah, I think for the X factor for me is this Lakers guards. Uh, I think, you know, the combination of D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, uh, Dennis Schroeder, and Malik Beasley, what are you going to get out of those guys on a night-to-night basis? Like, D'Angelo Russell shot the best three-point percentage of his career in this se- this particular season. Um, so we're going to continue to see that kind of production out of him during the reg- during the playoffs. And, you know, Austin Reeves, I think this is his first playoff experience. I don't think he was on that bubble team. and I don't think he was on the team before that got beat by Phoenix. Um, Malik Beasley is a good three-point shooter. Let's see how that ends up shaking out. And Dennis Schroeder is kind of a wild no, card. You no, never really Lee, know what you can. Beasley was in Minnesota. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah. Beasley also played on those Nuggets team that went to the playoffs. He has some playoff experience, but uh, I just think what you're going to get out of those guards is what was, is going to make the big difference in this series because they have to kind of match what John Moran and Desmond Bain do, either defensively or offensively. They got to let it fly too. I mean, Malik Beasley's got to let it fly. Yeah, he's still like um, a forty percent three point shooter. So, mm-hmm. um, let's talk prediction. I'll go first because I just feel like going first. I'm taking the Los Angeles Lakers in seven in six games. Um, I, I actually predicted all of the lower seeds to win every single series in the Western Conference. If that happens, I think that'll be the first time in NBA history. Oh my God! Oh uh, yeah, I'm going Lakers in six. I'm going Lakers in six as well. I think they split these first two games. Uh, they go back to LA. Um, it probably it's probably two two going back into Memphis, and then. I, I think that LeBron James factor is it's some, some, man, something to watch. I mean, come on, man. It's LeBron James, man. You can't be <laughs> starstruck. We've seen it. We've seen LeBron James dismantle young teams. I know it was early in his career. He's in later stages of his career right now. But, I mean, it gets to game five, game six, man. LeBron is one of the best in NBA history at closing out some young teams. So, even the Lakers in six. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I'm taking Lakers in six. I mean, they're also the better road team out of the, both of them. They're around 500, I believe, on the road. So that's huge, you know, especially in the playoffs. Um, and AD stays healthy. I definitely have Lakers taking this series. TJ. Uh, Grizzlies in seven. Again, like Matt hit the – Matt said it. AD has to stay in beast mode. Why should why are we questioning your motor? Why are we always constantly questioning Anthony Davis's motor? You don't think that's a problem? Yeah, he hasn't missed a game in a month. Great. Why? <laughs> why does it all like why do why does LeBron James why, 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 have to why, say why, why is that an accomplishment? Like right. <laughs> why is that an accomplishment? You're you're great. Anthony Davis hasn't missed a game in a month. Okay, and his, he, he's doing his job. Go, go tell that to Mikel Bridges, right? <laughs> Mikel Bridges hasn't missed a game since he's been in the league. Uh, he played 83 games this season. 83 games. He hasn't missed a single one. <laughs> he's played like the more only games than there are actual regular season games. But, bro, the only, to- the only time Mikel Bridges didn't play a game was the day he got traded to Brooklyn because Brooklyn was playing the Bulls that day. He literally like that's yeah. literally the only time he didn't play a game, and they don't even count. And they don't even it, count it, it, that. It doesn't count because you're not on the active roster yet. Because you're not on the active roster. So yeah, like the fact that we we have to question your motor, like the fact that LeBron James st- has to say sometimes I, I need to kick AD in the ass to get him going. We shouldn't be saying that. 
We shouldn't be saying that, bro. Like they are trying, they are literally trying to make the franchise yours. Literally, they're trying to give you the franchise. They are literally saying, AD, this is yours for the taking. Show to me why we should give it to you outside of moving off of you and bringing somebody else in. Like, bro, like, come on. Like, Matt said it. Like, he has to stay in beast mode. For however many games this goes, he has to stay engaged the entire time. Because I tell you right now, Jaron Jackson Jr. is coming. He ain't here. He's coming. Like, I mean, he ain't coming. Like, he, like, I take that back. He's here. He ain't coming. He's here. Like, Jaron Jackson's going to – he's going to win DPOY. I would have voted for Brooke Lopez, but that's just me. He's going to win DPOY. Jaron Jackson's going to win DPOY. AD been in the league how long? A decade now. Where, 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 where's that? Where's it's, it's his not 12 years? I think 12 years, actually. I, I, might, I might, be, might be less. Anthony Davis be. probably ain't even – ain't never even got a – I can't remember a time that Anthony Davis was ever nominated for DPOY. I, I, I do think he got some votes when he was in New Orleans. Like, come on, bro. Like, this dude that came in took and, and – we didn't have two power forwards come in and take your food. Y'all like y'all Giannis took the whole damn buffet. I'm gonna be honest. Giannis took the whole damn buffet. And Anthony Davis has been in the league 12 years. And now Jaron Jackson come like and Jaron Jackson, he he's starting to make his plates. But like that, yeah, Anthony Davis, get it together, bro. Seriously. But yeah, that's been our Western Conference playoff round one matchup. Uh preview uh hopefully you guys all enjoy the games tonight uh and today uh also there's xfl on today so go ahead and check usfl and some usfl yes um so yeah you, you, it's a perfect day to go out and watch some sports on the telly because um, the weather kind of sucks here in fort wayne I, my weather kind of sucks there in illinois as well yeah, um, so enjoy, enjoy some <laughs> sports watch some xfl watch some usfl watch some nba basketball uh tomorrow's show we're going to be breaking down week number nine in the xfl so you don't want to miss that content. Uh, and gentlemen. we are 11 days from the draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to do some draft content next week. We'll probably do another mock draft, talk about some defensive prospects. Uh, you don't want to miss that content. I'm a David Huffman right there. Israel Rivera, Matt James, TJ Hopkins. Gentlemen, what do we do here at the Prime, my friends? Bring, <laughs> bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. Bring the heat, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Throw the pen down. Throw the pen down. <laughs> I'll see you guys tomorrow. You all have a good night. Peace out. <laughs>